When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey traders, Akil Stokes here, and welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. I know the voice still isn't quite right, but I could not hold this episode back any longer. Today, we're going to talk about board games and what board game are you playing? Chess or checkers? Yep, we're going to take that concept and relate it to trading, we're going to relate it to real estate, we're going to relate it to wealth creation and just life as a whole. So I'm super excited to share my opinion and I hope that you share yours as well. Now, as always, before we get started, do me a favor, share this podcast episode across social media, like if you're on YouTube and leave me a rating or review on whichever podcast site you're watching on. Hey guys, Kill here. Welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. The voice is getting better, not quite back at its normal range yet, but I had a topic on the mind that just couldn't wait. I love to do these things while the ideas are fresh. That way I have a little bit more energy and I don't feel like I'm just reciting or rehearsing. And the topic is, well, let me ask you guys this. Have you ever heard the saying, play chess, not checkers, or I'm, I'm playing chess, you're playing checkers, some sort of combo like that. Um, that's something that I've heard for a, a long time in my life. I'm not sure if it's just an American term or if it's elsewhere, but essentially what it means is that you're playing two different games, right? Checkers is thought of as more of a, a, a short-term game, real uh, short-term take pieces, really blunt type of warrior type of game. While chess is thought of more of a, a smart person's game, right? Where each individual move is to set up the next move that are, that is four or five moves down the line, right? I am personally a fan of chess because uh, I like strategies. <laughs> I like the strategy of it. But the idea came in my head because I, I shared a, a post on Instagram the other day where it was kind of like a, a cartoon saying this. And it made me think a lot about trading made me think a lot about my real estate business and it made me think a lot about my life as well and to start with the trading side playing chess not checkers right if you've been a follower of this podcast you know that i have a completely different view on the markets a different view or philosophy on what trading really is in comparison to most of the internet and that doesn't mean that I'm different in a wrong way. It means that the internet is wrong, right? Most people out there think trading is gambling, think trading is a get-rich-quick scheme, and a lot of people are out there simply to scam you or simply to brag about how great they are. And a lot of because of this, right, because this is what a lot of newer traders are first welcomed with, right, at the door, a lot of newer traders are thinking about the short game, right, the, the checkers. They're thinking... 
how can I learn how to trade, right? How can I learn a strategy? How can I use said strategy to make as much money as I can as quickly as possible, right? And I'm victim to this as well. And I'm, I'm not victim. I, it was a decision I made. No one's a victim. We, we make our own decisions, right? We live and die by them. Um, but this was the mindset that I had when I first got into trading too, right? My, I, my goal, I guess you can say, wasn't to learn how to trade. Rather, it was to learn what to trade. And my only objective, even after paying $4,000, $3,000, to get educated, right? To invest in my education, even when doing that, my mindset was still give me a strategy, make a lot of money out of nothing quickly, right? Checkers. How can I jump as many pieces kind of just blindly doing it? And obviously that, that gave me a few setbacks, right? And that is the wrong approach. And when you play that type of game, right? When you're playing checkers and everyone else is playing chess, you're at a disadvantage. And the problem is you don't realize you're at a disadvantage until it's too late, right? And a great example is newer traders that know nothing about leverage, nothing about position sizing, right? They never play the game of chess where they take the time to, you know, observe everything that's going on around them to really plan their move. This would be the equivalent of, of getting educated, creating a trading plan, learning about the different aspects of, of trading before actually trading, right? These traders that are simply playing checkers that go out there with a, a blunt object and just start uh, creating havoc, what happens is typically at, at some point they get a hot streak, right? That's just because how the markets are, right? You enter any type of trade, you have a 50-50 chance of winning or losing, right? So you can easily get lucky. Um, now, luck doesn't hold up in the long run. And because of that, a lot of these newer traders, they get lucky in the beginning, they're over leveraged. They're, they're trading too big of a position size, but they make a lot of money really, really quick. And it, it makes them feel like they're doing the right thing. They're like, man, this was easy, right? Everything this guy told me was right. I'm making money hand over fist. This is going to last forever. But eventually, and it always happens, right? Because the frauds are always brought to the light. Eventually, your luck runs out. And because you're over leveraged, because your position size is too big, because you really have no idea what you're actually doing, it's only a matter of time before you blow everything and bleed out. Meanwhile, the trader that took their time, that invested their time in learning how to trade, learning how to read the markets, learning and working on their trading psychology, doing the back testing, going through all the steps that you're supposed to do, they don't get that instant gratification, right? They're not on the chess, the chess board taking pieces right away. Maybe they're even sacrificing pieces, right? They're sacrificing a few of those pawns, which you can think of as, as times, relationships, friends, uh, activities, whatever it is in your life that you sacrifice in order to invest time to learn how to trade. I know for me, it was relationship. Me and my, my wife now, my girlfriend at the time, it, it put a put a pretty deep strain on our relationship. Um, I was fully focused on trading. I had a time limit. And because of that, I, I broke a lot of promises that I was supposed to do. 
right? She's supposed to come over for date night and I'm sitting there in front of charts back testing before. And you know how back testing is. If you ever, if you ever nerded out in the charts, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, we're going to do it. At, you know, it, it's at nine o'clock. I, I promise we're going to, we're going to go get dinner or, or go out at nine o'clock. I promise I got to finish this one last round. It's like eight o'clock. Just give me one more hour, babe. Okay. Before you know it, it's like 11 o'clock or 12 o'clock at night. She's asleep and you're like, oh man, I'm a jerk. And then you do the same thing over because I was that fully invested. So I sacrificed that. I sacrificed leisure activities, um, going out with my friends at night. Um, video games was a big one, right? Whatever you have it. You sacrifice all that stuff at first, your pawns, in order to create the bigger game, right? You're playing the long game, moving those pieces at the beginning. And you don't see that instant gratification. You don't see that payoff right away. But if you do it the right way, eventually you get checkmate. And that's what professional traders do. That's what successful traders do. They buy their time in the beginning, setting up all of the pieces around them so that when it's finally time to go in for that move, right? And hopefully that means trading live. The pieces are in place and you're ready. And I think about my real estate business when I did this because it, it was the same kind of discussion, the same philosophy that I have with my real estate business. I, I look at trading in my real estate business as, as both investments. And I even think about the longer game. And, and the longer game for me is probably the most important game. And that is legacy. I came from uh, born and raised Philadelphia, PA. And let's just put it this way. I can probably count on my, my hand how many of my friends that I still stay in contact with that aren't in jail, aren't dead, stuff like that, right? There are very slim margins of people that make it out. One of the reasons that I made it out and have become successful is because I had great parenting. Right? I don't have the best relationship with my mom, but for the time that she was acting as a mother, she was a very good mom. My dad has always been supportive. He's always been... Um, motivating. And he's always led me in the right direction, right? Away from negative decisions. And we all make some, but he's led me away from negative decisions and more towards positive decisions. And I, I, I'm fortunate to have a, a support system like that. And with my first kid, right? And my family, my wife and my kid, the, the first thing that I think about is, you know, and, and even thinking deeper, right? Thinking about what the world is going to be like 20, 30 years from now, Right. Jobs are being sucked up. Right. The, the old fashioned type of jobs, factory work, manual labor is being sucked up. The world is just becoming a very interesting place. I think it's 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 better because we're getting smarter, but it's also a lot worse. And it really frightens me to imagine what the world is going to be like 50 years from now and what type of opportunities are going to be out there. And. I'm going to encourage my son to be whatever he wants. I'm not saying my son's going to be a trader or a real estate investor. He can do whatever the heck he wants. I don't really care, right? As long as he's passionate about it. But I need to have a backup plan. And one of my bigger picture goals, especially with the real estate business, is creating generational wealth. I don't want to just be wealthy for, for me. Don't get me wrong. I'm all about the money, baby. I'm all about the money, not all about the money, but I'm, money is very important to me. I make no lie about that, right? It is not the most important thing, right? I am not willing to sell myself out for money. Depend, well, there's a price for everything. I'm sure for a certain price, I would probably sell out on most things, but it would be a very, very high price for me to sell out. 
Um, but I am a believer in, in money buys happiness because money can put you in situations where you're you're not dreading the day. I, I get to wake up and, and do what I like to do every single day. I mean, that is a, a blessing. I get to wake up literally, and and you know, I'm dedicated to waking up and 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 doing things a certain way because that's the only way I, I stay successful at my business. But in all reality, if I wanted to sleep in every day, I could. If I wanted to go on a vacation every day, I could, right? What I do, I can do from anywhere in the world as long as I have an internet connection. Now, again, if I don't dedicate myself, I'll, my performance will, will hurt, right? And that's, you know, that's the judgment call you have to make. But theoretically, I could do whatever I want whenever I want, right? Yesterday, me and the wife saw Avengers, one o'clock in the afternoon. Shared a good story about this guy that sat right, oh, never mind. <laughs> shared a story today with my live room members uh, about, you know, a guy that kind of broke the cardinal rule of, you know, leaving an open space in between. And it was, it was weird, but aside from that great movie. Um, but one of the reasons that I wanted to learn the skill of trading is because I know that investments will always be there. And it's important for me to not only learn how to invest myself, obviously that's how it started, but have the skill where I can teach my my son and maybe his grandson and, and just have a skill that we can pass down in the family for, hey, worst case scenario, here's something that you can use to create income for yourself. And real estate was the same way. My goal has always been to create a dynasty, right? And my real estate mentor did this. Um, with his sons, and that's where I got the idea from. But I want to, by the time I, by the time I'm all done with it, by you know I'm, I'm ready to be on my deathbed and, and go on to the next world, I want to have something that my son can take over that can, if need be, leave him set for the rest of his life. And I remember when we first started our real estate business, it was it started off as a group of four. I started my real estate business a little. Well, I got into real estate in 2007. I didn't actually turn it into a business until what, 2012, maybe 2014. Right. Um, the, the trading success helped with that. I, it allowed me to invest some more. And I, I started a business and originally we had four members. And I remember when we first had our meeting. Right. Um, we were doing what lots of what, what lots of entrepreneurs do, right? We had no idea what we were doing, so we always have this meeting. We're like, let's let's create a mission statement, right? All the stuff they teach you in school, and and be honest with you, all of that is BS to me. Be honest with you, it's not BS. I shouldn't say that, but it's not it's it's not the most important thing. So, you know, we're sitting down trying to create this mission statement and, and get all this fancy paperwork done, and eventually we get to the conversation of, you know, I'm like, hey, um, let's get to the point. Like, what what type of investors do we want to be? Do we want to be landlords? Do we want to own rental properties? Do we want to buy and flip? Do we want to buy and hold? Like, what's our what's our philosophy here? Um, especially at first, where you know, at first you can imagine you don't have the option to do everything. I think a, a diversity, a healthy balance, is key in anything. But at first, it's kind of like, hey, we're looking at this first property. What should it be? And when it comes to real estate, I've always been a fan. Of uh, and it's uh, this is gonna seem like an oxymoron, right? It, I've always been a fan of having rental properties. And if you've ever been a, a, a landlord, being a landlord is the worst is one of the worst possible jobs you can have. It is horrible. Um, but one of the reasons why I've always been a fan of being of having rental properties versus just buying and flipping is because of that long term goal. 
that chess goal of what I'm planning for my family, right? Buying and flipping is awesome, right? Because you can make a lot of money really, really quick. You get large sums of money, right? Which is great. But once you sell your property, obviously you don't have the property anymore and you're only as good as your next deal, right? You make a good flip, but if you can't make the next deal happen, you've got nothing and that large sum of money you got is slowly um, slowly burning away. With real estate, I mean, with not real, real estate, well, with real estate, yeah, with, with rentals, right? Despite all of the horrific horror stories that go through of owning rental property, and they are horrific, one of the things that I've always valued is that I own the land, right? I own the land. And therefore, as long as I own the land, that is an asset. Now, I know some of you may not see real estate as being an asset, being a good investment, but it is. In my opinion, it's the best investment you can do because there is a finite amount of land, right? And there are uh, an ever-increasing amount of people. And you guys can do the math on supply and demand if you want, right? But I always like rental properties because it brings in that passive income stream, right? And you can do the math on one rental property versus two rental properties, three, four, five, ten, a hundred, even going into multiple units commercial, right? And when you have that passive income coming in, that's what allows you to be wealthy. Because remember, wealth is time-based, not just amount-based, right? Being rich is how much money you have. Being wealthy is how much time your money can have. Essentially, how long, how long will my money last, my income stream last, without me actively doing anything to change it? So essentially... How long can I sit on my butt and do nothing and still make money or still have enough money to afford my life, right? And if you guys want more, um, more knowledge on wealth, right, my, my good friend and my trading partner, Jason Greystone, go to his YouTube site, right? Uh, just enter Jason Greystone. He's done a, a, a few really, really, really good videos kind of debunking myths about money and, and wealth and describing that for you guys that are new and budgeting and stuff like that. Fantastic source for that. He has a great mind um, because and everything he talks about, he's implemented, which is great. So he's kind of works off experience. But that's the long game, guys. That's the chess. I used to play checkers and I realized that it only lasts for a long time. It's better to invest up front have an idea of what you want to achieve. And if you want to be successful, you need that bigger term idea up front. It may change over time. Don't get me wrong. But if you have, if you have an idea of the play that you want to run, then you can reverse engineer those thoughts, right? And backtrack and go step by step on how you want to achieve that bigger goal. So the next time someone asks you, are you playing chess or checkers? I think you know the answer. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I hope I motivated you to really take a look at the question of which game am I playing? Am I playing chess or am I playing checkers? Am I playing for the long game or am I playing the short game? Seriously, the way that you approach this has a massive impact on your future and potentially the future of your loved ones as well. So anyway, I hope you enjoyed it. I will see you guys next time with another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast.